a listener production. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's editorial director, Katja Vaktel, and the host of this 10-minute guide to Melbourne. Lachlan Denton has been a musician for many years, and now he's also a furniture maker. We're going to hear about his debut collection in a little bit. But first, let's head to Fitzroy, where a new bar is serving up vegan cheese fondue, an array of arancini, and lots of abba. Follies is a new bar in Fitzroy, very retro. They've already hosted Eurovision parties. And one of the things that I think people are getting excited about, and certainly our readers are interested in, is the vegan antipasti. Broadsheets James Williams has been to the bar. He's wearing a Follies hat right now, so he's a real fan. And he's going to tell us all about this great place in Fitzroy for snacks and drinks. Welcome, James. Hi, Katja. Tell us about the Follies story, because this is not just a place that suddenly opened its doors and there it was. People had been following the story for some time on social media. Now, sometimes it's can be frustrating to say this was a TikTok thing, but this kind of was a bit of a TikTok thing. It definitely was a TikTok thing. It's how I first came across the business like late last year when the owner, Liv Franklin, was documenting her journey to creating the bar. So it was documenting from when she moved into the um, old venue, which used to be an old Mexican joint, and she lived upstairs and she was she thought that people would be interested in like learning what she's doing while she's doing it and maybe it'll help them, inspire them to kind of embark on the journey themselves. And so she started just creating TikToks about the process and it was not always really exciting things either. She acknowledges this herself, like her most popular video, which is the one that I came across, was just a video of her doing a letterbox drop for her neighbours just to let them know that she's applied for a liquor licence. And then that's the one that blew up, as opposed to like her creating the menu or a story about how someone broke into the uh, bar and was drinking all the Aperol that they had on the ground floor before it had actually opened. In your story, which I love, the very first line is this woman who's kind of being shown to her table and she says, I've been following your TikTok. And... And then you're like, well, yeah, this is kind of how I came to know about it as well. So when you actually arrived at Follies for the first time, was it as you had envisioned it was going to be? I admittedly had deleted my TikTok earlier this year. So I had not kind of checked in on what had evolved since the letterbox drop that I had seen. So it was a bit of a surprise to me and like a very nice surprise to see how it had come to life from where I'd last seen it. Um, but I really like loved that just... One woman coming in, she was over the moon. She recognized the owner the second she walked in. She was like, oh my God, I've seen you on TikTok. I've been following your journey. She was so excited to be there. And then the owner was so excited and so like welcoming of her. It was just a beautiful, very youthful interaction to observe. So what does this place look like? It sounds like such a cool little space. You know, when you can just tell that a venue is such a part of the owner's heart and personality and their style. It's just a big extension of who they are. And so it's just very mid-century Melbourne themed, but she calls it not in a curated way. She says it's more like what your nana's house actually looked like, which kind of comes across in a really nice way. It's very homey, it's very nostalgic, and it's very familiar feeling. A lot of the decor she's taken from uh, marketplace finds out in the suburbs. So she's got some really like old carpet on the walls, that's making it like very retro themed and big like gold ornate wallpapers. 
It's very, very cute and nostalgic. Things that she's also found from op shops and kind of around the city. So things that, not new versions of what people might imagine 70s style to look like actual 70s style. No, it's not a recreation of it. It's just exactly it. The menu is Melbourne Mediterranean. I love that phrase. Quote, unquote. What does that mean? All of the food, it's vegan uh, antipasti and it's served buffet style. So it's all in skewers that you get at the bar and you can take them back to your table and paper skewer at the end. The owner, Liv Franklin, describes it as um, Pinchot-style tapas with Mediterranean and local flavours. And so it's a lot of arancini. That's a real big focus there now. Um, Liv said that people will become creatures when arancini is involved, and I think that's quite true. You all, I feel like everyone has a bit of an arancini friend. As soon as they, it arrives at an event, their head just whips around yep. and they're straight to the caterer. I definitely have one. <laughs> You mentioned in the story that there might even be future Arancini nights. When the story came out, it was a possibility and it has very much eventuated into a fact. Okay. So this is certainly a place for Arancini fans. There was also a Eurovision party. There was a Eurovision party. Throwing the Eurovision party really summarises just who they are as a venue and an establishment. It's very retro and it's just fun and not too serious. And it's almost a little bit camp with how retro and just inclusive and fun they are. What's on the drinks menu? They've got a really solid wine list. It's a locally focused wine list as well as a all-vegan cocktail menu. And it's a rotating cocktail menu. So in winter, they've got um, some hot toddies, Bloody Marys, and some Irish hot chocolates. This sounds perfect for the space. Perfect for the space. It's just the space is very warm and like a big hug. And the drinks menu at the moment is exactly like that. It kind of feels as well like kind of an extension of your lounge room if your lounge room was particularly 70s style, but it does. It sounds like somewhere that's so welcoming and you could be at home straight away. It's like your Nana's lounge room. With ABBA playing. With ABBA playing. There was lots of ABBA when I was there and she assured me that it was not irregular. Folly's Bar is at 34 Johnson Street in Fitzroy. The hours are Tuesday till Thursday, 5pm until 11pm, and on Friday to Sunday, midday till 11pm. Thanks, James. Thanks, Katja. Lachlan Denton is a long-time Melbourne musician and he recently added furniture making to his repertoire. His timber pieces are quite minimalist. It's a bed frame, it's a record unit, it's a planter and they're all made from beautiful recycled Australian hardwoods. But as part of his debut collection, he's also released a new album. So that makes it pretty different to most furniture companies. And his story is also pretty beautiful and moving. And Holly Bodica-Smith from Broadsheet spoke with Lachlan about the story. She's here today to tell us about Lachlan Denton Furnishings. Welcome, Holly. Hey, Katja. Thanks for having me. So for those who might not be familiar with Lachlan and the local music scene, can you tell us a little bit about him and his story? Lachlan Denton has a pretty impressive CV. So he's basically been making music for most of his life. He grew up in Wagga Wagga and played in lots of bands during his teens, And then when he finished school, he moved down to Melbourne. He's a multi-instrumentalist and also a singer-songwriter and just like has given lots of instruments a go and also sings and writes music. He was playing in a few bands throughout his 20s, so Ocean Party and Siggy Witch in Melbourne, and basically came to define himself as a musician. It was just such a huge defining part of his identity and he was basically working in hospitality in bars just to support his music career. And he also made a lot of music with his younger brother, Zach. So Zach was also in Siggy Witch and Ocean Party. And they were a pretty prolific pairing. So they made, they worked on about 18 albums together, which is really impressive. They were, you know, in their early 20s, early to mid 20s, super young, best mates, spent so much time together, made all this incredible music. 
And you can imagine how that really forged their bond as well, like strengthened their bond as brothers and best mates. And that it would be difficult to imagine music making without each other. Yeah, completely. So really tragically and suddenly, Zach died in 2018. He was just 24. And you can imagine that losing a brother, losing a sibling, losing your best mate is really unimaginably hard. But then I think for Lachlan, it was also tied up in this huge element of like his identity as a musician alongside Zach. Like they'd made so much music together and he'd defined himself by that. And how was he now going to define himself like creatively and career wise? So it was this grief kind of paired with this huge identity crisis, I guess. And he wanted to figure out how he could creatively express himself now that Zach was gone. So Ocean Party disbanded and he kept making music a bit, but I guess it felt pretty strange, which is understandable. In 2020, he finally applied himself to a new craft and he did a furniture making course at TAFE. And when I was talking to Lachlan on the phone, he got really excited about this. He was just like, it really took over my life. Obviously, that was around the time of lockdowns as well. So he was living in a share house with a studio out the back and he got a few basic tools and he was like just constantly working, making furniture, making pieces for friends. And it sounds like he was just getting whatever material he could find. So he would get furniture from like roadside collections and just disband them and then like make them into new pieces. And he was basically just making pieces for like family and friends. He was making like really beautiful, sturdy kitchen benches, like a beautiful, sturdy kitchen island bench that he made for a friend. And he'd always collected records. So he was making lots of record units as well and like really open facing hanging wardrobes. And kind of simple and bare stuff to begin with, but pretty sturdy and like structurally sound. So he was really honing his craft for quite a few years. Fast forward to 2023 and he has launched his first furniture collection alongside his third studio album in April this year. And the idea is, right, that he envisions people pairing the two, sitting, you know, on your bed with the bed frame he made, listening to his album, which is called Furnishings appropriately. Before we get into the album, let's just talk about some of the pieces he makes. Australian hardwoods are kind of his, I guess, his go-to material. Yeah. So he uses all recycled Australian hardwoods. When Lachlan was talking about this, he was like, it's kind of my undoing. Like I have an obsession with finding secondhand hardwood. So he'll go on Facebook marketplace and find things, get things from roadside pickup and um, like tips around Melbourne. He said that basically until about the 70s and 80s in Melbourne, lots of houses were built using Australian hardwood and now a lot of those houses are coming down. So there's an absolute abundance of this material, which is great. He's like using something that's already in existence. Mm. It's interesting as well, like the way it's described in your story is the wood comes in varying tones. So yes, it's it's all maybe hardwood, but you might get a light yellow, a golden brown. There might be something that has streaks of dark brown or black so that each piece even though the shapes are the same, feels very different. Yeah, definitely. And he really, like you were saying before, wanted this to be like his ideal bedroom. He was like, I really imagined people walking into a space and the music is playing and it's kind of your ideal bedroom. And when you actually look at the shot of him among all of his furnishings when he launched it, it's such a peaceful, calming, tranquil space that you'd want to live in. Like all the furniture is like quite subtle and sturdy and just like really gentle in colours and yeah, Very kind minimalist. of a dream bedroom. Very minimalist. Yeah. You've got the record units, you've got planters, a work desk. 
the record cabinet is like a really kind of staple piece of the collection. It's something that he started making early on when he was honing his practice. And also because he'd worked throughout his 20s in bars, like mainly to support his music career. Lachlan was saying that he spent a lot of his disposable income on records and a lot of his friends who are musicians can relate to this. So naturally it was like I had to make a record unit. So the record unit's really beautiful. It's like open facing and it's got lots of different compartments for storage and it's kind of like a staple piece of the collection. There's also a stool. There's a low-lying queen bed frame, planter boxes, which you mentioned, and there's an open-facing hanging robe. So it's a six-piece collection all up, and he basically makes them all to order, and he can work with custom dimensions, but that's kind of the staple collection. The album, can you describe that and kind of the music that he's created? Yeah, it's a really beautiful album. It's kind of, I guess it's a hybrid of indie pop. There's like quite a few synths in there, and... Lachlan's style of songwriting, it's quite yearning and contemplative and I guess very nostalgic. There's a, well, he said that when his brother died, he really wanted to write a song for all of the members of his family to sort of talk about things that he hadn't said before. Like he was like, it's about being grateful to all of them. So on the album, there's a song for each of his immediate family members. So there's just songs like mum, dad, the opening song is about Zach. It's a really beautiful album. And when he summed it up, he was like, it's just about being grateful to all of my family members after like what they had been through. So furnishings can be purchased on vinyl at the sound of vinyl, but you can also listen to the album on Spotify. And in terms of his furniture, if that sounds like something that you might like in your house, you just go to LachlanDenton.com. Thanks so much, Holly. Thank you. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore Mel. I'll be back again on Friday, same time, same place. Chat then. Listener.